Well, hello there, you fantasy cartographers. I hope you won your week. And if you didn't, well, I hope you found a new hobby. Uh, we're going to recap the season, the week. We're in a second. But the big things you need to know are their playoff teams are set after some heartbreaking wins and losses in week 14. I got a new microphone and Drew's trying to steal my money. <sighs> what a week. Let's get to it. I hate you. I know you do, but it's all right because you also love me at the same amount. Love and hate, they're the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So here, so here's the story. Just to catch everyone up, because I know everyone's on their uh, on their toes pins and about who I almost said pins and needles. Yeah, uh, oh. on, their, on their toes about who won our Pick'em League challenge. Well, it was a crazy finish with it being settled by Paves making nachos scoring what forty points. Uh, on the Monday night game to give me a 0.001% edge on Drew. And now the question is, do we continue the pick'em league or do I just win my money? Drew, I, I have to ask you, can you, why, why don't you explain to me why? Uh, why should uh, I give you my money? Because uh, I, I, I can't, I can't A certain it out. point in this season, you know, we're, we're, Drush, the god that he is, chose to be a benevolent god. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was up by eight games. <laughs> it was true. pretty much locked mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. we just kept picking normal picks. And you guys were like, you know, it'd be fun picking against the spread. It would just throw a wrench in everything. You were right. People went 0 and 8 picking against the spread some weeks because it was fun. And I said, that is more fun. And here I sit, pretty much an identical record as you, 64 and 51 to 63 and 50.001 separating us. And I humbly ask to a benevolent and merciful cartographers, let's extend this. Let's really settle. Let's, let's make sure there's definitive, settled. We don't want this kind of old school college football style AP picks one, someone else picks the other because they're they're both great teams, right? That's what we want. And also, we want Dave to have a chance because both of us can go oh, 0 and 8. Wait, Dave said include this? Because that's a deal breaker for me right whoa, now. No, Dave, of course. Dave can't win the money. No, then I'll take it my money. I Why would Dave not be included? I'm so sorry to those that with headphones is on. Fun. I won't, I won't scream. That I apologize. Would, that would be so much more poetic if Dave somehow stormed back and won. That would be hilarious. That would be you great. Guys are, you're within, so. Oh, I can't decide now. Now that, that I've given Dave thousands well, here. of dollars, it feels like. I, I don't here. know if I can just. I, I can here, here's where we're at, Byron. So you can make, so you can make a correct decision. Um, you right now, after 14 weeks, have a 63 and 50 record which is a 55.8% win percentage. Drew, you're sitting in second with a 64 and 51, which is a 55.7% win percentage. Um, So like you said, 0.1% behind, 1,000th of a percentage point behind. And I'm sitting, after a strong week, mind you, 60 and 55. So I am four games back. Totally doable. Uh, totally which is doable, doable. Yeah, which, is, which totally is why it would be way more fun to extend this 
And and I I didn't even think about it. I wasn't sitting there being like, I care about this. I'm like, sure, that would be more fun. And I appeal to the benevolent God that once was Trish. Now on the flip side of this, begging. So here, here's where I stand, right? Because as someone who likes the idea of continuing the this pick'em league or whatever, um, I, I realize though that there's this outcome where in week two of the playoffs, I play you, Drew, and I lose. And then you lose, and I'm in fourth fucking place. And then that you is also like, win the side. There's pod a shit. I, I am going I to get lose, annihilated. I lose all money. And you know what? You know what you're going to do? You're going to endlessly harass me. No, I won't. I actually, already, I won't. You already said you're going to. I'm only going to endlessly on harass today. you if Dave wins, because then you choked and that's, Dave won again. That's not because true of at your all. choking. You literally said, if you lose, it'll be the biggest choke of all time, and we will make fun of you every single podcast. That's not me just... That's that's a minor flippant remark off the cuff. I I didn't mean it. No way am I going to sit here and open up the podcast just cackling evilly. I don't plan to do that at all. I would never. So as the magnanimous... Heart crossed, hope to die, or whatever. And that I am. I can abide many things, but I can't abide losing everything. So here's my offer. On the chance that I lose to you or only Dave lose to wins me. at all, <laughs> Dave wins at all, I receive the pot, no matter what the outcome See, of the I, I will counter offer this because I don't think then, that's fair. I don't think that's fair. But since I am one in second place with the most to lose, only in the circumstance where I beat you will I forgive and then win the side pot. In that circumstance where I beat you, I win the side pot, I will forgive your side of that. And so you don't have to pay. I don't understand the conjunction. And win the side pot? If I win, no, if I win this bet. And you win this bet. Okay, I understand. And I beat you. I will forgive your 50. Okay. Then, but however, I, if I, you know, beat... I accept that offer from you, but Dave, because you're farther out, I need you to throw in more money. That's what I, if you want to be in this competition more, you got to throw in another 25. Do you feel comfortable with that? What? I'm sorry. I, I tuned you guys out for a while. Um, <laughs> do you want me All to right, keep, fires. you want me to keep track of it? No, no. He you wants, to, he wants a, you to pay more. You gotta pay more if you want to, to stay pay in. More? Yeah, you gotta throw in another twenty-five. Do Do you want me to keep track of it? I mean, what do you if mean? You, if, obviously, if you're not part of it, we wouldn't ask you to keep track of it because that's not fair. Yeah. So yeah. it's. I think I, I think that's you know, a bridge too far, Byron. I think you should just. <sighs> I think you're you're just being greedy now. I don't think you should have to pay more. It's already down. He's down Here, four I, games. He's down four games, yeah. so he should just like let him in. If, yeah. if he's I, won four thousand dollars over fun, the past and then five let us years. move on to talk about what's the next yeah. thing. Yeah. All right. Let's recap. Let's recap. That was fun, guys. Let's recap last week. Uh, <laughs> um, we're gonna start, and obviously, not too much movement in the in, in the playoff bracket. But let's recap week fourteen. Um, a game that should not have been close that became close 
that I don't know if you saw, but going into Monday night, Drew, you went ahead and benched Van Jefferson trying to lose your matchup after Give myself the chance to after clinching a playoff spot. Uh, but even trying to lose, you managed to win. Drew winning 102 to 96 could have won by a little more. Um, you don't care. You lock up the five seed uh, for Philly citywide probably would have won that game if Lamar had not gotten hurt, but uh, seems kind of fitting for the, the 2021 fantasy season. A lot of big names going down. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that the main reason that I was thinking was to avoid Byron in, in the second round of the playoffs, give myself a shot to, uh, because the way it's set up is, is, is the four or five matchup is going to play Byron and, and, and I'll lose in the second round or the first round. Um, I, I feel like all the matchups in the first round are tossed up, but the second round Byron has a significant edge. So that was my thinking. Well, uh, I guess good thinking, but it, it didn't work. Uh, so no, but I mean, yeah, I knew that you know, when I benched him. Yeah. Benched him. It was a, it was a low shot when I benched him. It was the only person the way, to bench, though. The way it would have worked, though, is you would have lost your first round matchup and yep. then scored enough points in the second round. So had you, had you lost this game, it would have come back to haunt you. Um, but anyway, we are where we are. Uh, the second matchup. Maybe more exciting than it should have been. Definitely more exciting than it should have been. Uh, fancy footwork takes care of business over Joe's primo team. 101 to 87. Uh, guys, if Joe's primo team started Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams every week, they would have finished eight and six. And I mean, honestly, though, if you go into that and you just start like, because they also started a bunch of people that weren't getting yep. any targets or carries, they would have been actually nine and five. So yep. it's, 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 yeah, they would, they would have been in the playoffs with their score, but it would have been very close. And yeah. oh, would, would they have, been, have beaten like me, for example, or someone else? Like, I think you might have to go back and, and really play that. I off. believe oh, I yeah. did. And they would not have beaten um, either of you guys. Wow. But that's also assuming that's assuming no roster moves all year. Like they did. I mean, point being, this is a very, um, an above average team that made a choice to go three and 11 this year. Mm -hmm. Um, but they did not win in week 14 fancy footwork takes care of business, locks up the three seat, uh, and hosts a playoff game this week. I'm so glad that I get this next set of games because, both of these were looking very poor for Byron uh, scrubs versus Tim Ryan. Like I said, Tim Ryan was 40 or the nachos were down 40 points coming into Monday night. Uh, and that looked like I was going to lose our little bet or pick them bet. And then they scored 40 points, came back on the other side. I have pains, uh, the pensive parakeets, excuse me, first round pick. And if they lose, I get a slightly better pick. It just, just one round. But the Parakeets beat the home run hitters 88.92 to 88.52. I think maybe the closest matchup this year. It's, it's that between Scott and Tim in week two, I think. So uh, very interesting week for me. Yeah, and a, a, a fun part of that. I, I, and again, Clay probably wanted to lose, you know, for draft position purposes. But the Bills defense scored negative points. He lost half a point and bill scored negative two so <laughs> would have been better off starting uh no one than the bills would have won this week yeah next two games we have uh breezeward nuts um beating lewisburg luchadors to move to nine and five and heartbreakingly missed the playoffs 
because they ended up with 1,514 total points. Um, and Manayuk lose cannon to the next game, losing to Rockville Cartographers 105.22 to 90.54. Breezewood Nuts finishes 21 points out of the playoffs, I believe. Um, or is that a head to head? I think it was 20. I think the points mattered there, and it was 21 points, points yep. um, out of the playoffs, barely. But uh, the difference between Breezewood Nuts and all the way up to, I believe, the, the three or, or two seed three seed um, was, was less than a hundred points. Um, so, so pretty crazy um, tightly compact group there of teams that I think any of those teams could have felt they get in the playoffs. They can make some noise. Yeah. And Byron's team finally looked a little vulnerable and still won and I'll get to buy this week to get healthy. So that was the chance. Didn't happen. Uh, We'll talk yeah. about more in two weeks, Byron. And Jonathan Taylor was also on a buy. So. And I lost, I lost two, two players in the first quarter of that. That's like, that's your nightmare situation. Kareem Hunt and Terry McLaurin both going down was, ooh. Yeah. Yep. And you still won. <laughs> All right. The last two matchups here. Uh, Mike Ryan loses to the best TDs, 64 to 112. Uh, best TDs locking up the two seed in their first season in the league. Um, pretty amazing. And then Rams are the best taking care of streets meets 133 to 104 uh, to get back into the playoffs and lock up the, uh, the six seed. Yeah. Re- rewinding a little bit. Um, the, 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 the point of difference in the Rockville cartographers, my name, uh, loose cannons for a little side bet was me deciding to lock in Rockville cartographers those two injuries going out in the first quarter really, really screwed me over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you probably most definitely would have beaten, beaten him by enough points if they both played the whole game. And then I would have been in the lead uh, by a, by a nose hair there by getting a win there. So um, that to prove to be the difference right there in, in where our standings are. All perfectly. Byron's plan. Byron's a benevolent god, as he should. <laughs> oh, I well, I, I, there's no benevolence here. There's no benevolence here. Uh, all right, so let's get on to the sh- moves that changed the league this year. Obviously, I think we're taking a perspective since we have not gotten to the playoffs yet, which is actually how it goes. Is how what moves were made in this league or in this year that shaped the playoffs as they are today. Um, this can be an injury. This can be maybe not missing a start or a, a play or not starting a player um, or even a trade or especially a trade or something like that. So Dave, I'm, I'm interested. Who do you have? What's your, what's your move of the year that changed the playoffs? So you guys know this is going to be a long story. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I liked your idea, Byron. So I, I, I tweaked it a little bit. The year was 1995, and Joel and Giovanni obviously consummated their marriage, and nine months later, a little baby Josh Allen was born. 1996 to 2018, Josh Allen grew, and he grew tall, taller than the rest of the QBs, and was drafted in the second round by Joe's primo team only to be mercifully bullied by Rams are the best because of his height. Misery struck 
and Rams became desperate for a QB and tail between their legs came to Joe's primo team and offered a trade, uh, a trade that turned into the Josh Allen we know today. Three championships later, Rams are the best had a decision to make. And that decision happened this offseason. Do we tag Josh Allen or do we move on from Josh Allen? Believe it or not, Dave offered Byron a trade. He said, Byron, I'll give you the rights to Josh Allen. In return, I want one of these two running backs. I'd like either Jonathan Taylor or J.K. Dobbins. I don't know if I would have been happy if Byron had said yes to the Taylor trade, but I tell you, I would have regretted it had he said yes to the Dobbins portion. Uh, Byron said no to both. Josh Allen was tagged, and here we are. Rams are the best back in the playoffs. Art, are we forgetting one, a little element of that trade offer? My first round uh, pick? Yeah. yeah <laughs> that the, kind of changes things a little bit. Last, I honestly think you, I think you asked for two, too. <laughs> yeah, I remember the, I remember the specific <laughs> That sounds more of, like, I was like, that's a reasonable offer. <laughs> Wait a <laughs> second. <laughs> you will have to pay more than anyone else. I think that was like a clear that yeah, because I okay, yeah. But that was a that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. I've, I've got a I've got my own right here. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the home run hitters not keeping uh, excuse me, not keeping uh not tag or keep yeah, not preserving Debo Samuel or whatever we called it when we were doing the new team draft that was massive and i went back and looked had they kept debo samuel they would have won weeks one four eight twelve and fourteen giving them the necessary wins to win the stucco yeah running club the stucco division Keith, on the other hand, would have lost weeks one and 10 and had substantially less points than everyone else, which means that Scott and Keith would have been kicked out of the playoffs and we would have home run hitters and breeze nuts in and Dave would be the second seed. I think that is the most, I think that's one of the most interesting single off moves that happened this season that would have completely transformed the playoffs. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really that is good, a good one. one. That is a good one. But I'm uh, going to go back in time a little bit. <laughs> going to go back in time a little bit. I believe earlier this year, we had an infamous podcast. Byron trolled us all. He trolled us all with a, a recording of a trailer about a certain trade. About a certain trade that involved one James Robinson, one uh, Justin Jefferson, and A.J. Brown. And I put forth that that trade, that trade right there, launched Byron, who did not need running backs at the time, into the stratosphere behemoth that he is today. That is my first moment. My second moment goes back to last year. It's week 16 of the NFL. Rams are the best put up 180 points, trouncing Byron, who put up a remarkable 135 points in a loss. Knowing Byron, that loss propelled him to ferociously 
with red eyes, demon eyes that he has, conquer this league and show no mercy to anybody <laughs> whatsoever. And because of those two things, we are now living in the world of the cartographers and we have no hope. You don't have to set your lineups, folks. Playoffs are over. The cartographers are going to win. I know it's cute to having the best TDs doing what they're doing and having other teams in the playoffs ensure that would have had different seedings and whatnot. No one cares because there's only one team that matters this year. It is the cartographers. And it's those two moves. A move and an emotional turning point, a dark day in Byron's history where he turned away from <laughs> fantasy for a good month and a half and talked to no one. No one. Yeah. Just, a lot just, of wait what I, just wait until I lose. I, that's a good segue, though, into a question that I have for you, Dave. I actually have, yeah. I have two questions. Okay. Okay. So the first question is, why the hell am I playing weeks four and five? Because I feel like I shouldn't do it. And by the way, this is completely, but I want, I want to give you, this is my, my lead. Yeah. Why, I, why do I, why am I forced to play Scott and Drew? Shouldn't I be able to play the seventh seed as the first? Isn't that how the NFL does it? Uh, that, that is how the NFL does it. That's not how the fantasy football bracket has done it in the past. It's not how we're doing it this year, but I think that's a good um, a good proposal for this offseason and for next year is uh, maybe we do reseed the playoffs if if the lower seed were to win in the first round, um, similar to or mirroring what the NFL does. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just do a standard bracket. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I think we, we're all in agreement on this podcast that that would just would just make more sense. Um, and, yeah. and, and the one seed should have that advantage of playing the worst, you know, yeah. seed uh, coming into the game. So I, I would also be supportive of that rule change. I wish that's how we were doing it this year. Cause I wish I was had a chance to avoid you um, in the second round. I don't. So yeah. Cause um, I, was... I also don't think I'm going to get there, but that's a different story. <laughs> because Drew, as you know, I very confidently believe that that's that was how it was uh, done. Uh, and that's how we had been doing it and put it in the, uh, our group chat to only be immediately rejected by the history of the league. And in fact, then I look back onto what happened last season. Had I, and this is the segue part, had that been the rule, I would have lost, I believe, in the second round of the playoffs to Joe's Primo team, and I wouldn't have been in the final. So it didn't really matter regardless. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting little caveat when I was whining, but then actually it was advantageous for me last year. So I had to shut up thoroughly, but and it might be advantageous for you this year. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> the second question that I had for you, Dave, is I was pretty surprised to see that the manioc loose cannons were not ahead of you in the playoff seating because didn't they beat you in the regular season? Why, why is that? Yeah, they did. And um, it's really the only scenario uh, that, that would be different than, than just looking at the league in general. But um, as we clarified earlier in the year, when uh, Kamish was on the pod uh, in the, in the case of a multiple or a three or more team tie, uh, the first tiebreaker head-to-head, a team would need to sweep all of the other teams tied. Um, in this case, Manny Unk did beat me, but they went uh, one and one against Breezewood Nuts. Uh, therefore, the second tiebreaker goes to points. 
uh, on points. Uh, Rams had the most points out of those three teams, so they are awarded the sixth seed. And then um, Breeze Nuts and Manny Uncle's Cannons again re redo the scenario. So they go back to head to head to separate the tie of the remaining two teams. They went one and one, and then it goes to points and Manny Unk is awarded the, uh, the seventh seed. Um, and unfortunately Breezewood's nuts is out of the playoffs. So uh, it did come into play a little bit this year. Um, interestingly, the, uh, the website, we could preset, I guess, different settings for playoff calculators. And before points it does win percentage in like opponent games um this year mike ryan beating me in week 13 would have been the difference as chad beat mike ryan when he played him so had we done the win percentage against like teams which the site does it actually would have reversed chad in my position um so if we were to do that in future years and just go with the league how the default is uh, it would have played this year. I don't know if it would in, in, in future years, but this year it would have had a, a slight impact. All righty. Shall we move on to the look ahead? What everybody is really listening to the podcast for. Yeah, the playoffs let's... has begun. Playoffs. We're talking about playoffs. Let's get into it and let's start with the losers bracket. Let's take a look at some of the games in the consolation bracket. There's some good teams in the losers bracket. And, and let's, there's some good matchups this week in the loser's bracket as well. Um, so let's take a look at it. All right. The first matchup we want to mm, look mm. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, start the first over matchup. <laughs> no, I got to leave that part in. <laughs> the first matchup we want to look at is the 8 versus 15 seed uh, Breezewood Nuts barely missing the playoffs, getting the eight seed, and then Joe's Primo team working the tank to perfection, getting the 15 seed, so they still get a play for a prize here. Um, we are going to make this lineup even because I assume Joe's Primo team is finally going to set his team, but who knows? Um, and we'll start with you, Drew. Who do you think wins this 8 versus 15 matchup uh, just straight up? This is just very unfortunate for Breezewood Nuts. I'm just going to go out there and say it to, to barely miss the playoffs and then have to draw a team that would have been right there in the mix if, if they had actually started their uh, their lineup. Um, but with that said, I, I am going to go with Joe's Primo team. Um, I, I think Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams are going to come to play. I think they're going to put up a lot of points. Um, I think it, with him starting a, a real lineup, it's going to be fun. And I think it's going to look the, the tank and then reverse is going to work for him. I could see this going either way, though. Don't get me wrong. A lot of respect for, for Breezewood not to his first uh, year here. I think it's uh, it's going to be fun to, to a fun matchup, but I'm going to go with Joe's Primo team. Yeah, I'm going to go with Joe's Primo team as well, just for the reason we just don't know. Like, it, if Alex plays, it's completely different than Alex doesn't play. So I'm not going to try to take a guess on this one. Yeah, and I, using that logic, I'm going to go Breezewood's nuts. I think Alex uh, is not even listening to the podcast, and he's not going to set a lineup, and Breezewood's nuts is going to run away with this. And and even if they do, um, I think Breezewood's nuts, uh, unfortunately, does not have any roster decisions to make. They have no bench, uh, but their starters all seem to be healthy. So um, I think Breezewood's nuts comes out with a little bit of vengeance. They – they still put up points last week. And 
I think they keep it going and, and win this matchup. Uh, the next matchup we're going to look at is the nine versus 14 seed. Uh, so Peyton's making nachos as the nine seed versus the home run hitters as the 14 seed. Uh, this line is Peyton's making nachos minus 10. Uh, Byron, we'll start with you. Do you think Tim gets it done and, and covers the big number? You know, Tim threw up a lot of points last week. And it's kind of hard seeing him do it again. But I think I'm going to bank on, on Payne's making nachos beating the spread. I just really like uh, I like his team and I like his matchups. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I want to go, I want to yang here. I, I want to pick someone different. But, but, but looking up and down um, home run hitters lineup, uh, I don't see the options coming in there to really make up some of these points. I think Peyton's making notches might win this game by more, by by a good good amount more than ten points. Um, at the end of the day, really, the home run hitters are just too reliant on on basically two players, maybe maybe three at most, um, to to really keep it up. I think Tim can can get points from up and down his lineup. Yeah, I don't think you can count on James Conner having two touchdowns a week. But then again, he scored in, what, seven straight weeks? So uh, so maybe you can count on that. Uh, for the home run hitters, I think you slide Jacoby Myers back in that starting lineup. Um, probably could take out Adam Humphreys or Nico Collins. Um, but if you're debating that, I think that just shows you, uh, kind of summarizes that wide receiver core for the home run hitters. Uh, for Tim, really, your only question is what do you do with James Robinson mentioned earlier on the podcast, but Urban Meyer doesn't like him and uh, he seems like the coach who will hold grudges. Um, that being said, I agree with you guys. I think Peyton's making nachos wins this week um, and we have a chance to set up an amazing next week matchup, uh, which we'll get into right now. Um, the 10 versus 13 seed is the Puxatawney Pensive Parakeets versus Mike Ryan. Uh, Mike Ryan, seven-point underdogs here. Um, and I'll take this one, guys, but I think this is where, Mike, remember, your draft position's already set. Set your lineup this week. Have fun with it, man. I think there's a chance Gardner Minshew starts. You start him. You've got Cam Newton. Somehow you went from not drafting a QB to now the loser's bracket playoffs. You could have two QBs going this week. Um, I think that's exciting. I think Mike Ryan gets it done. Uh, don't forget, start Mark Andrews, um, start Justin Tucker this week. I mean, get your guys back in there, Mike. Um, and I think he can get it done against the, the parakeets and, uh, what looks like could be a banged up Kyler Murray for, uh, for parakeets. Yeah, no, I, 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 Looking at looking at these the matchups, I mean, I love Mike Ryan's team. He's got some top heavy players here. If you look at Amari Cooper, Najee Harris, Christian Kirk's very viable, um, and then he's going to have a couple quarterbacks. That being said, I have a little bit of ground, a tiny bit of ground to make up here, um, and I do think uh, the Parakeets can win this game, um, and I think they can win it by by six points. I think they can get some of that difference made up from, from Kyler Murray, even if he is banged up, I think he still puts up a good, good chunk of points and Dalvin cook as well. Um, and I'm going to go ahead, take my risk here, take my shot. I don't like it. 
uh, but I'm, I'm presuming Dave's going to, to, to go with his boy here and roll with his dog. I can't see Byron picking against Mike Ryan. He loves him too much. Um, not that I don't, but I'm going to go ahead with the, the parakeets. Yeah, no, I'm taking the parakeets. I don't think this is close at all. Uh, just looking at the matchups Mike Ryan has, um, Cam Newton with Buffalo, oof, no thank you. Miles Sanders, not really dependable this whole season. No, Mark, Mark Andrews, we don't, we don't know really what the status is, is going to be of uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, give me, uh, give me the parakeets by a wide margin. All right. Uh, and then our 11 versus 12 matchup here, the Philly citywide as the 11 seed face streets meets as the 12 seed uh, streets meets comes in as six point favorites as the 12 seed. Um, and Drew, we'll start with you. Uh, kind of got it going a little bit later in the year, um, limping into the playoffs, but still put up a hundred points last week in a losing effort. Uh, but that might be enough to get it done this week. You think streets meets wins and covers the number? I do. I do. I think a lot of it is going to depend on, on what we see uh, from, from kind of the, the Cleveland backfield. I don't know the, the status of Kareem Hunt. Does anybody know? Uh, I believe Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is not playing. Yeah. And that's, that, that's, that'll be the deciding factor. Don't get me wrong. Would be kind of a, a poetic justice for Felicity wide to, to Lord David Montgomery uh, over streets meets here. I think it's going to be a close game. I mean, I love T Higgins. Um, even if it's a bad matchup, he, he seems to be really coming into his own here. Um, but that is a bad matchup. And then, and then Zach Wilson, can you rely on him for points? What's, what's uh, LJ's uh, situation coming off uh, that injury and, uh, and a you know, questionable matchup? So I'm going to go with Streets meets to cover. I think he's got the type of team that can win the loser's bracket. I think he's going to get the job done. Streets meets is, is negative, negative six, right? He's behind. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. Six of favorite. Yeah. Favored by six. Yeah. Favored by six. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I'm just, I am feeling like I'm being milk toast here because I'm copying these picks, but because we don't know what the status of Lamar Jackson is, I think that really is what this all comes down to. I mean, if, if we knew a little bit more and Lamar Jackson was completely fine, then we do it. I know the camps are saying that he's, he's okay with this ankle injury, but they pulled him out for the entire game last week that and he's just now going to be okay. It just doesn't seem right to me. And like, I just do not trust coach speak. I believe that they are always lying because they want to try to confuse the def defensive coordinators and they're going to have to come up with two different game plans. And so uh, that for me, it's, it's streets meets until we hear otherwise that, that being said, I will say, Nick Chubb and the whole Brown situation right now really does kind of confuse things as well. Like this is just a weird matchup. The Browns could conceivably not even play because of their COVID situation. Yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's interesting that, uh, you know, it's the other Tyler's teams running back that, that we haven't talked about yet, but Rashad Penny uh, seems to, have all of a sudden taken control of that Seahawks backfield um, turned into that workhorse that, that they kind of thought they got when, um, when he was drafted a few years ago and um, put up, put up real fantasy numbers and, and real points last week. So uh, I think that'd be helpful um, in this playoff run to kind of have that workhorse starting running back. 
I'm less worried than you guys about Lamar Jackson. I think the guy wants to play, he'll play. And even not at 100%, he'll put up numbers. Um, but I, too, am taking streets meets this week. Uh, I think they're just the coming in as the healthier team and, and yeah. better team. On Rashad Penny, this will be a good good, good test. of You did it against yeah. the Texans for one week. Let's see what the Rams do. That, uh, thank uh, you. Thank you, Drew, for bringing this up. Because I, I was going to pause this pick em portion of our podcast just to have a brief moment about the fantasy community in general. Because absolutely, Rashad Penny – tore up the the Texans had two three really nice runs uh you know scored two touchdowns but then you know it's not hard to just kind of look at what he's done this season against New Orleans six for nine Jacksonville seven for seven uh (laughs) San Francisco 10 for 35 like I'm I I wish the fantasy community would just like hold their breath for one beat before speaking, being like, this is the guy, because all I've been seeing is Rashad Penny blowing up in dynasty communities. And I just think uh, it's hilarious. Like we're so, we just, I hope for Tyler's sake. I think that would be wonderful for Tyler's sake. He I, needs a break like that. And I kind of hope that Rashad Penny is just like a beast all of a sudden. I doubt it. <laughs> I highly doubt uh, it, but uh, I, I do kind of think it would be a cool little wrinkle for Tyler going into next year and his team will all of a sudden be like, Oh shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I, I have my doubts. Yeah. You've both convinced me that Philly citywide is going to win this matchup by a lot. Uh, Tyler's getting nothing out of his running back this week. Um, and that's going to be the difference, but All right, enough of the losers bracket, gentlemen. Um, And just a reminder, losers bracket, what are you playing for? The winner of the losers bracket uh, wins, I believe it's $85, which is more than the $50 everyone put in for the side pot. So um, your winners of $85 this week. In addition, a couple side pot rule changes starting now. Um, The highest point total award has increased to $25 for these next three weeks and only teams not in or have been eliminated from the main playoff bracket are eligible. Uh, So this week, the eight teams in the losers bracket and the luchadors are the only nine teams eligible to win the most points of the week award. Um, And then each week in the playoffs, those that are eliminated will then become available to win that. So um, just a new rule we implemented this year, but again, makes it a little more fun. You know, everyone's paying and playing. So, uh, still set your lineups and have fun with it guys. Um, but that being said, enough of the losers bracket, let's go to the main bracket here. Um, and we're going to start with the two verse seven seed matchup. Uh, the best TDs fresh off their do lock division victory, uh, face the Maniunk loose cannons, um, Reminder that in the main bracket, uh, the home field team, the team with the better um, seating, get a three-point home field advantage in this first round for winning your division, Um, and that'll happen in the second round as well. Uh, So the best TDs come into this already up 3-0, but yet Manny Unkloos Cannons are four-point favorites here. Byron, we'll start with you. One, are you surprised that Manny Unk is favored and then two, you think they can cover the number? I mean, I've got to be honest with you. I'm not surprised that the loose cannons are favored. The best TDs have just had a myriad of bad things happen to them uh, with losing 
McCaffrey this season, uh, losing Debo Samuel, and then Debo Samuel kind of becoming a running back and being less part of the run game. Um, J.K. Uh, sorry, what's his name? It was not J.K. Dobbins. It's J.D. JD McKissick. McKissick. Yes, J.D. McKissick. Uh, it just seems like one of those seasons where you know Keith needs to get lucky and Stafford just needs to ball out. And I just, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's going to happen. The the other problem that I see is that Matt Stafford is going against the Seahawk defense uh, who he has. So you have this like uh, negative effect on your team where the better one player does the worse the other does. So with that in mind, give me the loose cannons. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to echo that. I, I want to pick uh, Keith here. Uh, I just, I, you know, uh, I, I doubted him for a lot this season and I was wrong, proven wrong most of the season. And then come playoff time and back to, to, to kind of doubting it's, it. And it's mostly for the reasons that uh, that Byron kind of has already highlighted. He's, he's taken some hits and, and a lot of the players that got him there are now sitting yeah, on his bench. And uh, I think the loose cannons are, are getting just, you know, I, I think Joe Mixon's going to get back, return back to the to form that he was in. And he's getting production from a lot of other players. Um, and Taysom Hill, terrible quarterback, good fantasy quarterback. So I'm going to go ahead and take the loose cannons to cover this. Um, I, I will not be surprised if I'm wrong here, but um, I do think that that's uh, the, the pick. Yeah, and I, I think you're both wrong here. Um, you know, you see right now Keith has Tavon Austin in his lineup. Um, you know, that doesn't scare you, but Jalen Waddle's on his bench. So I assume Jalen Waddle is going to start. Um, you know, you get a big boost there, a wide receiver. What does worry me about the best TDs is they probably do have to start Devontae Booker and Daryl Williams this week at running back. Um the only nice thing, I guess, is is the Cowboys play the Giants. So I assume a lot of garbage time, second half opportunities for Booker against Dallas's second string, uh, second string defense. And you, you got to hope he stumbles his way into the end zone, you know, and they lose what forty two to fourteen or something. Um, but uh, but that being said, I I don't know. There's something about it. Keith's. He's been uh, good and, and finished 11 and three for a reason. So I'm going to go with the best TDs to, uh, to cover the number this week. Um, and I think they can win this outright as well. Make, but, it makes sense. I definitely think they can win it outright. It's, it's very possible. Our line does take into account, I think Waddle it does. Uh, starting there. So, um, yeah. but, but yeah, no, I, I think that's a very reasonable assumption. I almost picked Keith to be honest, because I'm going against what I've been doing all year just because I'm sick of doubting him. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Our next matchup uh, features yours truly, uh, but the three seed fancy footwork uh, facing the defending map champions, the mid-Atlantic premier 2020 champions, because I might only have this week to say that, uh, but the six seed Rams are the best come in as 10 point underdogs, uh, fancy footwork, um, Obviously, as the three seed, and it's my matchup. So we'll start with you, Byron. Yeah, uh, we started Byron guy. last time. We'll but, start but, with you, Drew. Well, Damn. it should be the way it should go is technically you should go, Drew. I mean, Dave, and then I go because last time you picked, Drew then picked, and it's since it's so close with Drew and I, and we picked all the same picks. I just want to pick last uh, next game. You want to pick last next game? All right, that's fair. So I'll, I'll just go first. I don't. I don't. Oh wait, never mind. Drew, you can do whatever you want. All right, Drew, go ahead and start us, and then I'll jump in. But do you think yeah, sure. Fancy takes care of business here and, and covers the number? 
Yeah, I do. I'm just going to say it real quick. Um, I, I definitely do. I was, I'm even tempted to, to lock it in. I'm not going to lock it. I don't think we'll lock anything in this week. It's clear it's too close. Um, and I, uh, but I was tempted here to, to, to do that. Look, uh, I think it's DeAndre Hopkins. You know, that's a, that's a huge hit for you. Um, that is just very unfortunate come playoff time not to have a weapon like him. And now you're stuck with Devontae Parker, KJ Osborne, and, and, and Rashad Bateman. That's, you know, some, some of them are serviceable um, and, and playable players. Um, but uh, are you excited about them? I, I don't think so. And I think that is going to be a huge uh, disadvantage when you're looking at Stefan Diggs, Chris Godwin, and DK Metcalf across the, the lineup. I think that's that's the difference here, not to mention Javante Williams and not to mention, you know, Zeke can always put up points. Um, and then he's got two quarterbacks, you know, the, like you do. But I think they're, they're probably higher, higher floors on both those quarterbacks right now, except for Josh Allen, obviously, I think. But higher floors than Tua, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, go ahead, Byron. Go well, ahead. I already know you're going to pick yourself because you never bet against yourself. But I, I, I'm fancy footwork too. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I, I don't even think Zeke plays. I think it's going to be. I think he starts Elijah Mitchell and Javante Williams. Like these two have been very good this entire season. I'm not the biggest fan of Javante Williams, but the man looks impossible to take down. You know, like I, I'm not saying that I hate him. I'm just saying I. I don't know if he's like a transcendent player or, a, but I think he's a very good player and yeah, you got Hertz against Washington. I mean, it, again, that does depend on if Hertz plays, that could be a very big factor in this that we don't really know at this stage, but yeah, I mean, there's just so many things that could go right for fancy forward, including Darren Waller coming back, Kirk cousins playing against Chicago. I mean, the really the only thing I don't like is DK Metcalf against uh, Jalen Ramsey. And, and Jalen Ramsey's on the COVID list, so there's no guarantee he comes back in time. Um, yeah, just kind of across the board, not great matchups. Obviously, Josh Allen hurting his ankle last week. Um, you assume he's going to play, but is he 100%? Uh, you already mentioned my, my wide receivers, and then at running back, you know, hopefully Aaron Jones is the Aaron Jones, but they seem to want to give – um, AJ Dillon more carries. I honestly don't know what to do there, but I feel like I have to start a Packers running back. So um, yeah, things kind of working right for, uh, for fancy footwork here. Javante Williams is a top five running back over the last three weeks, fantasy wise. Um, so things kind of all clicking. Uh, and for those reasons, what? I'll take myself, <laughs> um, you know, Zach and, uh, Zach and Jake, um, you know, they got two owners on that team. So we, we divide their points by two. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I feel good about that. So I'll take myself there. Um, and the last matchup and, and maybe the matchup of the week uh, for the playoffs for sure. to play next week. Uh, the four seed and the division winning Frederick Scrubs face Darnstown Drush. Uh, Drush are two-point underdogs, and that takes into account the three free points that Scott has, meaning this matchup could literally be decided by the home field advantage. Um, I'll go first here, guys. Wait, 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 wait. I want Drew to take off his headphones. <laughs> I don't want to hear what my pick is. <laughs> Too bad. 
right, keep going. My apologies. Yeah, well, I'll I'll start things off, and I just think, um, unfortunately for you, Drew, uh, I think we saw some things last week from the Scrubs team that are going to continue this week. Um, You get a little unlucky that even at the bottom of his lineup, like the 49ers play against the Falcons this week. Um, So even defensively, he's going to put up some points here. Um, For me, I just think, I think those QBs and wide receivers are going to help scrubs. uh, And I don't know that your running backs can, can make up the difference there. Um, I honestly would consider starting the Rams defense over the Titans. That's a move I would make if I were you. Uh, But again, I'm a big Rams fan. Obviously the Titans did well last week, uh, but that was against the Jags. So um, I just think it's too much. I think scrubs gets it done. Um, and uh, and covers the number. So I'm going to take Scrubs this week. Yeah, I've got Scrubs as well. Uh, I mean, no team has put up over 130 points more than two weeks in a row. I don't think the Scrubs do that this week. Um, but let's face it, their team is clicking on all cylinders right now. And I think even though it says that Eckler is playing or is practicing this week, at least yesterday, it was a limited practice designation. This time it's just saying he's practicing. We don't really know. I am not a big believer in coaches. I already talked about my beliefs on coach speak. I think it's weird that they pulled him out of the game when they did, even though it was a blowout at the time, it still felt still premature uh, and so I'm guessing that ankle isn't hundred percent. And I think Eckler is the engine for your team. So, uh, I am getting, I'm going to pick scrubs. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing I'm watching. I don't, I don't have much to replace him with. And that's a, that's a problem with the uh, Henderson being questioned. Well, it's probably going to be some, some trash like Jermichael hasty giving me two points. Um, if he doesn't play, I'm going to assume that Eckler is going to play this week. And if he does, he'll put up some points. Um, but with that said, yeah, I'm catching scrubs at, at, uh, at a bad time to catch scrubs. He closed the gap in points scored. He's within 19 points of me, and that's basically because he caught – he's really closed the gap in the, towards the end of the season. Uh, with that said, you know, Scott had a big week last week. But if I was paying attention last week and, and actually cared last week, I would have too, right? I would have started Titans D if I cared about last week um, as much as I care this week. And I would have uh, started Van Jefferson. I would have been over 130 points last week too. Um, so my, my team can put up points, right? And uh, <laughs> they can put up points. I'm going to go ahead uh, and, and pick myself very unconfidently here. Um, I think Gibson is going to put up a big game. I think Tyreek Hill is going to bounce back on, on Thursday night. And this game really comes down to Thursday night, right? That's when yeah. you're going to see Eckler and Hill. Um, and that's when you're going to see Herbers and Mike Williams. If I come out of that, um, you know, within striking distance, I think I'm going to feel good uh, about the game. And if Hill can kind of give me a week that he hasn't given me in a long time, um, then I'm going to be in good shape. But we'll know. We'll know. We'll know on Friday who, who the likely winner of this this matchup is. I'm going to go ahead and pick myself. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. And it, it's a it's a tough matchup for uh, the Chargers. Um, the Chiefs defense, you know, playing well the last few weeks. Um, I think not only do you need to be in striking distance, I think you need to be leading after Thursday to have a chance week. And and that's a lot to say when you're going up against Justin Herbert on the other side. But if you if you're ahead this time on Friday. Um, I, I like your chances. I just, I don't think you will be. 
That's fair. Um, it's rough that you've got two. Wait, let me just see here. Yeah, you've got two Saturday games and two Thursday games. So going into Sunday, you've already had four of your players played. That can be heartbreaking or very encouraging. It really just kind of it's a flip of the coin. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like just... it. I don't like it. And, and and to be honest, if you guys had picked the other way, I would definitely take scrubs. Um, I, I think it's a it's a, it's a toss up if Eckler plays, um, and that's what it comes down to. Uh, don't like this situation though. I got to be honest. I'm not liking the fact that I have to play either of these teams on week 17 so or week 16 i guess week 16 i think both of these are are two of the best teams in the league without a doubt and i know that's redundant since they're in the playoffs but i think they are particularly scary all right some uh some housekeeping and then we'll get into the side pot bet of the week uh but week 14 the highest scoring team was the frederick scrubs with 149 points and the side pot for the highest scoring flex play was Josh Allen of Rams are the best. Uh, week 15, as I mentioned, the highest scoring team, only eligible if you are not in the main playoff bracket. And that prize goes up to $25. And hey, guys, a little bit of fun here. The side pot award this week is $50. That's right. You might have won nothing all year. But you could be second behind Byron if you win the side pot this week. Um, and a fun one, it's kickers shouldn't matter, but they do yet again. It is the longest kicked field goal this week. Not the most points. Got nothing to do with points. We're having fun here. It's the longest kicked field goal. And made, right? they have to be, yes, longest made field goal. And yes, they have to be in your starting lineup. Um, wow. Byron needs a couple minutes. I'm sure Drew, you need a scour. I do not. I'm going to kick things off. I think this week the award will go to Mr. Bass, kicker for the Buffalo Bills and kicker for the Luchador Luchadors. Lewisburg Luchadors. There it is. Um, uh, but yeah, just something tells me he's playing for nothing. Doesn't even need to check his team. He's going to win 50 bucks this week. My God, 50 bucks. That is awesome. I, I was not paying attention like I normally do during this segment. And that was the first time I heard it. $50. People pay attention. Alex, start your lineup. Seriously. I'm going to go start your lineup. Uh, with Philly Citywide. I'm going to go with Matt Prater. They give him opportunities to do it. They love giving him the chance to go out there and kick long field goals. Going to go ahead and give, him to, give it to him. Um, you know what? Because kickers don't matter. I'm just going to go pick Matt Gay because Matt Gay has just been awesome recently. So I hope he kicks another really long field goal. Though Evan McPherson is also really good, both on my team. I don't know. I'll go with Matt Gay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you know what? Because we have not completely decided though, what you guys just interrupted me. And I just, I don't know. See, Dave, my problem with giving you part of this content. Byron, Byron, Byron. My problem gonna, is that you've gonna, already taken I'm just money let from you me know. on this content. The problem so is decided, with this. I, Drew, 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 before I meet you, I've decided <laughs> to let the league decide. That's the only way. We're democracy, people. We'll let the league decide. We'll put up a vote on the website. Whatever the outcome is, you can be part of it or not. That we'll just let the league decide. I won't vote, obviously. Fair? Does this seem fair to everyone? 
since you already took our money in this contest last year and also like four thousand dollars i just want to keep repeating that <laughs> i i don't think it was quite that much but <laughs> i did take your money in this side pot bet last year <laughs> i don't think i'm going to catch you this year but sure we can ask the league um i assume you and drew are doing sure. it anyway so it's just is dave should dave be uh back in the side pot that we have here <laughs> um gambling gambling against the league (laughs) gambling against the matchups in the league so you're doing it with me regardless and then doing it with you regardless okay we've we've determined the uh parameters of our of the contest but Uh, for dave dave uh four games behind the only way i forgive you byron in ours is if i beat you and then win that's the thing if you beat me and then and then so that's win. probably yeah. not going to happen because I'm going to lose to Scott. And it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel I feel like that's com- that's I'm completely fine with yeah. that outcome. And I I picked four different games than you this week, Byron. So this time next week we're either tied or I'm mathematically eliminated yet again. So. <laughs> or the league hates you and it doesn't matter. Or yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm excited to see how the league responds. I'll put a little yeah. clip at the beginning of this episode, but thank you for yeah. joining us. We appreciate it. And to all of our podcast listeners that aren't in this league, we're excited to have you on board. We've got some exciting things planned for oh, the yeah. 2022 season. So hopefully you stick around for, for next year. And I'm sure we'll be doing some off season pods, right? Boys? Oh yeah, for sure. There'll be at least four. All right. Have a good one. And I hope you win your weeks if you're in the playoffs. Bye. So...